Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm an indie vet. I'm also home from work at six and already transformed into a princess. Mommy, put on your clown. That's because I've got complete control of my schedule, plenty of shifts that fit my life, and a team like no other. It's a whole new way to vet. Indie vets. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Inside the Five. This is episode three. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. Let's talk about MLB postseason. We got some sweeps. We got Astros sweeping the Twins. We got the Braves sweeping the Reds. We got the Yankees sweeping the Indians and the Rays sweeping the Blue Jays. We don't really want to see the Astros or the Yankees sweeping or advancing to the next round, but they got their job done. And the Athletics pull off uh, their series against the White Sox in three games after the White Sox started hot in game one. Yeah, and um, the only other... The only other series that we've seen so far, Cards Padres won one after Tatis, probably the coolest young player in the league. He's like super exciting. I love Tatis. He kind of is cool. getting into a little trouble again with the bat flip and all that. But I mean, like that's what you want in baseball. If people want to keep watching it, make it a little bit more exciting. People want to see the bat flip. Hundred percent. The bat flip is what brings people together. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's get let's get right into NBA talk. That's what we're here for. We're not that enlightened on MLB compared to NBA and NFL, so I say we just get right into finals talk. Uh, we made yeah, let's do it. We made a bold prediction last episode. Will <laughs> oh, very. I bold. think we were just uh, I think we were just writing uh, what we saw from the Heat. We said I feel like a uh, lot of people yeah. thought like the Heat were going to play well game one at least, and. Seeing seeing that performance from the Heat, I've definitely changed my mind. Uh, I don't want to change my mind. I don't like the Lakers. I don't want the Lakers to win. But let's be honest, the Lakers are going to win. Yeah, after seeing what happened last night, there's no way the Lakers lose this series. I mean, they lost 116 to 98. I mean, <laughs> most of those points were garbage time yeah. buckets at the end of the game when they were kind of like making like a little run or whatever. Right. But like they don't but, they didn't look good at all. Butler had twenty three points and here only had fourteen and thirty minutes. I mean, it could have been like the spotlight kind of got to him. I know he said we said and he said he's a bucket, which he is, but fourteen and thirty minutes isn't gonna do it in the finals. A D carried the Lakers. He put the team on his back. Which we he had what was it? He had like the best um, finals debut, I believe he was in company with two Lakers yeah. names. I think it was Shaq and Wilt. Probably like 
probably will. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's will. Yeah, 34 points, nine boards. I mean, that's exactly what you need from Anthony Davis, and that's what he's going to bring to you. LeBron had 25 and 13 boards, but I feel like the 25 are kind of like junk points. I didn't really notice them. I didn't notice LeBron affect the game as much as Anthony Davis did. Yeah, Anthony Davis, like, really took over the game. I mean, LeBron almost had his triple-double there, which obviously would have brought up a lot of talk. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think – if or when the Lakers do win this series, I think Anthony Davis gets finals MVP. That's your early prediction? Yeah, that's my that's my prediction yeah. for the Lakers. I'm going to have to agree with you, especially with Bam being uh, doubtful. I mean, like, who's going to stop him? Bam is young. They don't really have anyone. They had to play Kelly Olynyk a lot last night, which, like, yeah. Kelly Olynyk's not awful, but, like, he was guarding Anthony Davis. So that's not much you can do. Their zone just got absolutely wiped. Because when you have, I mean, Danny Green, you know him in the finals. He was getting it going. Rondo looked decent. Everyone looked pretty good from the Lakers. When everyone's kind of clicking, when everyone's clicking, you can easily beat his own. Yeah, uh, the Lakers looked really good. Um, that's it's really unfortunate that Bam and Drogic had to get hurt. Jimmy Butler had a scare for a minute too with his ankle. Yeah, he came ankle. back into play, but Drogic's injury doesn't look too good either. No, it doesn't. It's like a plantar fasciitis type injury something like that and uh i mean he was he's he's kind of old but like he was playing pretty good in the eastern conference finals they definitely needed him in the finals especially with the lakers i feel like the lakers won like one position of need right now was point guard they have rondo but rondo's kind of old too i feel like goran dragic could have helped them but like they they only have so many like Rondo only has so many years left before it's time right. for him to retire. But I mean, he gets another ring here potentially. That's it's good for his career. Yeah. That's ring number two, as we know. Yeah. He got ring number one in two thousand eight. But I mean, two rings: one with the, uh, one with the Celtics, one with the Lakers. I mean, it happens. The odds, of that, the odds of that happening. Yeah, I know, right? Once you play for one of those teams, you usually don't want to go to the other team. But I guess Rondo. Yeah, I, I just want to bring up. doesn't really care. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up the fact of what went wrong for the Heat as a whole. I think really just bringing, I think Solomon Hill, like I yes. don't know why he was playing so many minutes. Like he was like he airballed a few times. I saw. I mean, I think he's probably in there for defensive matters, but he right. cannot shoot the ball. Now, I think Eric Spolstra, like, Eric Spolstra was a great coach, but I feel like he may have gotten kind of nervous in the fact that, I mean, some of your best players goes down. It's like, who do you even play at that point? There was only two players on the Heat that didn't play. Usually it's like four or five. Yeah, I mean, I guess they might not be as deep of a team than we thought they were. I think they're a deep team, just not when it comes to big men. They're, they have a lot of good guards and they have a lot of good wings, but – a hole that we saw last night was their big men. Yeah, I mean, like, it's as weird as it's going to sound, but maybe throwing Myers Leonard. Like, no, I don't know. no, no, no. Myers Leonard, I mean, he's, he's not tall. like that good, but I mean, like, someone, they got to try someone. I mean, Kelly Olenek just did not shoot the ball well at all. He looked really Kelly, bad. Yeah, no, the seven foot shooting guard that still can't shoot. Yeah. The clinic, I, I mean, bad. He didn't play good at all. They didn't look gonna, good at all. Yeah. I'm going to change my heat and six prediction to Lakers and five, sadly. I feel like 
I mean, me and Will, just like as the people we are, we're, <clears throat> we're quick to choose a team. We choose a team off of like what we saw in the last round and we're like, well, the Heat were doing so good against the Celtics. Why can't they do it against the Lakers? The Celtics don't have Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Davis, is his impact for the Lakers is evident, very evident. Very evident. Yeah, I mean, like, I've even seen Lakers in four. I'm going to say Lakers in five just because I feel like he can pull one out at least. I mean, this is like – I mean, it's not really that good of a finals in my opinion. There's just really not a – there's power coming out of the West, but there's not a power coming out of the East at this point. Yeah, I know. I, I think if the Heat can get it together, maybe six, but I think the Lakers sweep them, gentlemen sweep, 4-1. Agreed. Um, let's talk about maybe some off-season moves. We're going to see Oladipo finding a new team. That should be interesting. He said he was ready to win some rings. That's what he said on Leafs on Twitter. I saw that. I also saw. I also saw there was rumors to our team, the Celtics. Really? Yeah, that's. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like he's obviously going to expect to be a starter. I don't know where he fits in the starting lineup. He's going to expect to be a starter. He's going to. I mean, he's really good when he has the ball in his hands at all times, but so is Kemba, so is Jalen Brown, so is Jason Tatum, so is Gordon Hayward. So if you have five men and we run a very, very small lineup, they all want to have the ball in their hands at all times. That, that's not going to be good. I don't think Oladipo should go there. I think Oladipo should find somewhere that he could start at the two and – I feel like he'd be good without the ball in his hands, kind of like how Jalen Brown is right now, because obviously Jalen Brown likes to dribble a little bit, but he's good at getting the ball outside, maybe running in, kicking it out. That's like what I feel Oladipo should do for a team with a couple more stars on it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think he needs to join someone who has stars already, can help him win more, get himself um, a maybe team. a ring. I don't know. Who knows? A team that I would actually really like to see him go to, even though I don't like this team being a Celtics fan, is the 76ers. He could be the ball handler and let Ben work down low with Embiid. They just signed Doc Rivers to a five-year deal. That's very big news. Doc Rivers is a great coach. But right I mean, away. I think I, no I, hesitation. Yeah, nothing. It I mean, literally has – it's been four days since he's, he's been released. Coach. Yeah. And I really think uh, – I think Oladipo would actually be a really good fit there. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I think they they literally – that's what they needed because they have Embiid, they have Simmons, then they have Tobias Harris. But right. having someone like Oladipo who they don't just have to rely on Harris to make shots because Oladipo can make shots. They just need someone yeah. who can shoot the ball. Right. They can they it, can live with Ben Simmons taking – Ben Simmons taking mid-ranges, layups, and having Embiid just take over the paint. It, they just need some guy they can rely on. Because they could run him, Matisse Thibel, who's a really good young shooter, and a good 3 and D. And then they'd have Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Embiid. I mean, that's a pretty good lineup. I, Everyone loves Ben Simmons. He's very good. I feel like the fact that he can't shoot like at all really hurts the 76ers, though. So, like, adding someone like Oladipo who can shoot the three but is also, like, very, very elite at driving to the basket will add a lot more, like, 
potential to their three-point shooters, it'll give them a lot more space. Yeah, that uh, that makes them definitely a dangerous team if Oladipo yeah. goes there. I also think it's just weird. I mean, obviously, it's been a few years. We all know that Ben Simmons can't shoot. I just feel like that build is so weird. Like, he's like, you got to work on the shot. Like, Right. Well, the thing is, every year, it's like Ben Simmons has a three-pointer this year. He has a three-point shot this year. He just does the next year. It's the same thing. Like, he just doesn't. And, like, he's 6'10". He's a very good facilitator, and he's fast. But, like, why don't you run him at the four? Like, you can run him at the four and have a point guard out there that can shoot. They want to run him at the one and run another big man out there. Like, just don't do that. He's already 6'10". He can guard a big man. Yeah, easily. I just I mean, either 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 he needs to learn how to shoot better or needs to just like kind of come out there and just forget the fact that like it's in his head that he can't shoot the ball and just like let it fly a little bit just to find what he can do like get his like in-game like shooting knowledge up because yeah. I feel like he's just uncomfortable when he's on the three-point line he's like um they're leaving me open or I have an open shot I can't take it that's just hurting you and the team well, that's why I think having Oladipo would help a lot because if Oladipo's out there with Thibault and Harris, then that allows Simmons to be kind of inside the key a little bit, and he can make his moves around there without having to go out to three-point zone. Space the I floor mean, out much better. Yeah, it, it'll space the floor out a lot better because when you have Ben Simmons handling the ball outside the three-point line, you have that other defender already in the paint because you know Ben Simmons isn't going to do anything else. So that's just going to leave yeah. another – option he could that person will double team and bead when it's passed to him and then go right back to Simmons it's like it just really messes them up having Simmons be outside the three-point line and I think Oladipo could really like solve their problems and it might also let Embiid like work help him work a little bit more yeah especially having those two boards physical bodies in the paint yeah I mean if they yeah if they do move Ben Simmons and they got they got boards locked up there yeah, they definitely do because he's super athletic. He's 6'10". He runs like a point guard, jumps like a – I mean, jumps like a small forward. He can jump. He gets steals. He gets blocks. He gets rebounds. He really – he does everything a big man does, but he has the speed and athleticism as a guard. Yeah, I mean, he's he's honestly a good, like, like overall, like, well-rounded player besides the shot. Besides like, the shot. Like, he has every – it's everything besides the shot. Yeah. We all, we all know that. We've seen yeah, that. I know. And, I mean, they were supposed to solve that problem with Markel Fultz. Obviously, that didn't work. Um, he's not doing too bad down in Orlando, though. In Orlando, yeah. He's, like, decent. He's not what he's supposed to be, being the number one pick and all. Thank God Boston traded that. But, yeah, I mean, oh, I think God. even if the 76ers don't bad. get – Even if the Sixers don't get – uh, Oladipo because they don't have a lot of cap space either with Horford on that big contract, Harris on a contract, everybody over there is on a contract. So even if they don't get him, I think they should draft a guard. I think they should try to sign maybe a lower level guard, someone that can start and put Ben Simmons at power forward or small forward. Yeah, and also no hate to Horford, but I don't really think that contract is what they wanted from him. I mean, he was just so good in Boston. And so he's going to ask you for had the max. to offer him that cash. Yeah. He's going to ask for the max and he's going to get it somewhere. And the 76ers were dumb enough to pick him up, sadly. And that is going to leave some holes for the 76ers. They're not a deep team. 
and they're going to continue to have problems if they don't figure it out. I think Doc Rivers will do a very good job, though. Yeah, I think him going there, they're gonna he's going to help them out a lot. Yeah, I mean that that should be an interesting interesting team next year for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, and I heard uh, Alvin Gentry might go over there and be an assistant, which would be interesting seeing who the Pelicans would pick up. Who do you think they would pick up? Do you think they go after D'Antoni now? I mean, he's kind of only like he's like one of the only big names available, but I feel like D'Antoni's not a good coach to like progress a player. And I, I don't Pelicans, either. I, I think the Pelicans need a coach that'll progress all their players. So I don't really know. Maybe they go with a college guy. Maybe they try to get someone out of a D1 college. And because like how Brad Stevens did with the wouldn't Celtics hurt to try. team, it really wouldn't get a young, like, honestly, get a young it, college it would help. Coach. It would help them because they're young. Yeah. Might as and well get a young learn guy. together. That's what the Celtics did. It seemed to be a really good idea. I don't want to say D'Antoni's like, coaching careers it's obviously not going to be over it's just right. like i think the 76ers was his only was his only really liable option until doc rivers became doc a free agent. i mean honestly we could see d'antoni also go to the clippers just because the clippers don't really have anybody but like other than that i don't really know that where would, would be such a clippers move to it sign really d'antoni like you know d'antoni's a great coach but i feel like he's just not used to like this new way which he had to run the small ball with the rockets earlier and that obviously don't didn't work. look bad just the the bubble they just didn't they did not play well in yeah the playoffs, i mean at least and then like the big the return of the big man with ad like if you if your team doesn't have a good defensive big man they're not going to stop the lakers the lakers could be a dynasty if that doesn't happen because there's good there's good bigs in the league but they're just not on the best teams yeah, and there's not a whole lot of players like Anthony Davis who can no. literally do it all at his size. Not at all. I mean, he's top three in the league, I would say. Say, like, him, Giannis, yeah. LeBron. If not, like, if not top one, top two. Yeah, and then another interesting team is the Nets. They're finally going to get their first year playing all together. Kyrie, yep. KD, new coach. They got Steve, Steve Nash. Steve Nash, yeah. I mean, and I also heard that, like, Kyrie and KD said, oh, we could have coached this team ourselves today. I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't I don't think I they like, cut it off. Exactly, I, I was like, what exactly are they talking about? Was, those two are superstars, but they're like the two drama queens of the NBA. Kyrie is always, like, kind of arguing with everyone. KD, after making the move to the Warriors, nobody likes him, and he didn't take well to that. And now now they're kind of just talking, like, out of their ass in a sense. Like, no, you can't. They're just saying stuff just to say stuff at this point. Just, they just haven't played a game stuff. with each other they yet. They literally have it, yeah. Kyrie had, like, 50 like, in his No debut. one has no idea. Like, Durant hasn't played in a couple years now. I mean, he's still, like, one of the best scorers of all time, but, like – who knows how he'll go in the net system, especially with Kyrie. I don't know. I'm actually kind of curious. I know. It's going to be like cool. They're, they're going to be like Nash the street does, ball team. Does the job. Yeah. Steve Nash I mean, is they, so smart. They, they have good, they have good players on that team. They're probably going to be a good team. If I mean, Steve Nash will definitely get the job done for them. Well, if not decently. So, uh-huh. All right, we're going to get right into the NFL. We're going to wrap up week three real quick with the Monday night game, Chiefs-Ravens. 
Chiefs obviously won. I think the Ravens like aren't really as good as they were last year. I'm going to definitely agree with you on that. They didn't look as good. Lamar has also never beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs looked really good. I mean, as, as expected. Do. And they always do. Yeah, I mean, not much to talk about. We talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Chiefs, I mean, Chiefs are the best team in the league. Ravens are up there, but I think they still have a lot to do left in the season. There's still a lot of time. They're just not fully there yet like the Chiefs are. Yeah, the Chiefs have played very well. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to get right into week four. We're actually going to start off with something new. Uh, Me and Will have both made locks of the week. So we picked one game and we picked the spread, and that will be our lock of the week. We will see in the next episode if we are correct. Um, Well, I'm going to start it. I got Saints versus Lions, and it's Saints minus four. I think the Saints have a bounce back week again. They're one and two. They'll be two and two at the end of the week. I think they win by at least seven, but I'm going to take a minus four. Well, what's your lock of the week? Uh, My lock of the week is Bills Raider. Bills Raiders. Bills minus three. I think Bills definitely win that game at least by a touchdown. Bills, they're looking and they're starting off hot. They look great. Josh Allen gets it done another week. I say they lock that up. Let's lock it up. And to keep on going, um, next game of the week, we got Chargers against Bucks. I think he's going to be a cool game. Tyrod Taylor's still out. Herbert's getting the start again. Chargers are a young team. I like them a lot. Bucks obviously have Brady, Evans. Godwin is out. But, Will, who you got in this game? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a I'm gonna have to take the Bucks. Uh, they looked well last week. Up. You're not saying both. I don't, up. I don't think they're gonna this week. Uh, Bucks probably gonna take this game. Tom Brady looked like he was getting comfortable. I know, obviously, his guy be. Godwin's out yep. again this week. That's unfortunate. He just came As back and then got out, and Fournette too. But they still look really good. Chargers are still a little like all over the place. I feel like. They're not so sure what they're going to do, like, with Herbert. Like, he's been playing the past few games, and then they say, oh, when Tyrod Taylor's back and healthy, they're going to start him. Yeah. I feel like they should just stick with Herbert at this point. I, let I him develop, let him do his that. thing. They're a young team in a way. They have some young guys. They also have some old guys, but there's time to rebuild, get young, and start winning games. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think Herbert's really good. He's going to be really good. I think it's just time to just, like, let him – throw him right into the fire at this point. There's not much to lose. He looks good. The offense doesn't look too bad. The defense is really lacking at this point. They, they got some they injuries, Harris. too, on the defense. They do have a couple of injuries. I'm also going to take Bucks in this game, however. I just think Brady's getting comfortable. He's finally giving the ball to Mike Evans. He's finally throwing it down the field a little bit, which is good. We haven't seen that in a couple of years from Brady. I think the Bucks yeah. take this game – I honestly, I don't even think it's going to be that close. I, I don't either. And I just wanted to say one more thing about uh, Herbert. Mm-hmm. I want to say that I don't think 
it's a good idea to take him out. Other than the fact that they should keep him going, like I think that's a good idea, like we were saying. But I yeah. feel like that's going to hurt him as a player if you just take him out after starting consecutive weeks. Like he's I get if he started good. and he's been playing good, I don't see the reason why you take him out. And I feel like that just hurts his morale if he doesn't like keep going. I feel like he loses his fire. I feel like he, even though they're not winning, but like they, he still looks good. Yeah. I agree with you. I think Herbert should start the whole year. I think he's going to be their quarterback for years to come. And I think it it should just start now. Tyrod Taylor is known to be that starter that gets hurt. And then the next person comes in. That's what he did in Cleveland with Baker. That's just like his job. I don't think he's going to come back. They said Tyrod would be the starter back in Cleveland when he came back. He never was. This is kind of the same situation. Um, I think Anthony Lynn knows what to make the right decision here. Oh, yeah, bolt up. <laughs> oh, yeah, bolt up. Let's go. Yeah, next game, uh, this is going to be my tie watch of the week. Jags-Bengals. Yeah, definitely tie, tie watch. watch. Another tie from the Bengals, maybe. This could also be Joe, Joe Burrow's full coming out party. He hasn't won a game yet. He's one of, let's see, it was Baker, Kyler Murray, and now Joe Burrow. They both got a tie. I mean, all three of them got a tie before they got their first NFL win. That's insane. I I think the first NFL win, I think his first NFL win comes this week against the Jaguars. I'm going to agree with you. I think Bengals do. I think they're going to finally get their win, their first win this season, and and Joe Burrow's first win of the year. I think – Jags after coming off that loss to the Dolphins that does not help them at all. No, not. I mean, at all. I don't. I, yeah, that's a bad loss for them. And I think it's yeah. about time the Bengals win a game. Right. T. And Higgins have, looked good last week. Might keep it up this week. Yes. And if you have Joe Burrow in fantasy, start him. This is the week. Yes, definitely start him. Uh a game that was supposed to happen but will not be happening. Vikings Texans. Texans had a couple of positives. Um, I think did it is it gonna be played Monday or Tuesday or did it get Oh wait, no, that's not the game. Wait, that's not the game. I that that was in question oh. for not being that was in that was in question of not oh, playing because the Texans it wasn't had the contact. Texans, it was the Titans. All it right. was the I Titans. Mean, happens. That game no, will it, no, be played. They they were in talks of not of not playing as well because of the right. Titan situation, but I'm pretty sure the Vikings uh, had no positive, so they will be playing. All right. I mean, I got – I mean, this is going to be – I think this will be a high-scoring game. I think this is the yeah. Deshaun Watson. This will be the Deshaun Watson show this week. And I think the Texans get it. I'm going to make a bold prediction here. You got Vikings? I got the Vikings winning this game. I have a feeling that Deshaun Watson's going to play well, but I don't, I don't know. The Vikings looked pretty good. Justin Jefferson looked pretty good. They mm-hmm. look like they're they look like they're getting getting their act together, and right. I think they might take this one from the Texans. Very unfortunate for the Texans because they're still a good team, even though they they're like, lost yeah, D-Hop. They're good Just they have a really hard start to the season. I feel like that's kind of hard. They need to get over the hump. But I just don't think they'll do it this week. Yeah, I mean, and since we're talking about COVID, Titans aren't going to play this week, obviously. They were supposed to play the Steelers. That's going to be moved to a later week. Um, Well, move to their bye week, you think? 
One of their bye well, weeks? I don't, I don't think they match bye weeks. So I think maybe what I've heard is you extend every week further. So instead of having like week 17 and then playoffs, you have week 17, week 18, like low-key week 18 in case of this happens again. All those teams play that week that didn't get a chance to play. And then the Super Bowl will be on that Sunday where there's a holiday on Monday. So it'll be on that long weekend. That would be a wow. great idea. I like that idea a lot, actually. Yeah. But that playoff, like, those are two playoff teams right there. That should be interesting. Yeah, I mean. Their records that, when that time comes for that yeah, week. Yeah, the Steelers could be playing for that's a gonna be, that, that That should be a good game then. Yeah, we got, uh, we got Seahawks Dolphins. I'm going to lock that one up. Seahawks got that. Dolphins should think about Tua. Fitzpatrick is really good. He's going to start the rest of the season. But, I mean, you might as well just throw Tua in there sometimes. I think it's I think it's in the Dolphins' best interest to put Tua in every now and then just to see what he looks like in game situations. Yeah, there was no preseason this year, so, like, they have no idea. Have I mean, obviously they can see him in practice, but they, they need to see what he's like in real games, full contact, everything like that. Yeah. But I do agree, Seahawks, you can definitely lock that one up for a win for them. Yeah, right. Uh, Browns, Cowboys, um, I think this is the week Cowboys get it. I think the yeah, Cowboys are going to get back. theirs this weekend. Yep, shout out Jimmy. This is the Cowboys week. Yep, not, sure. not much to talk about it. This is the Cowboys week. We're going to move on. Cardinals, Panthers. Cardinals come back. They lost last week to the Lions. That's a tough loss. I think Kyler balls out this week, beat the Panthers. Yep. I think Kyler definitely balls out. No D hop this week for them, but I don't, and they don't have Christian Kirk still. So they're down a few wide receivers, but the Panthers just don't look good no, they at don't. all. They really don't. They, they don't know where they are right now. And they it's tough playing in the lost. NFC South because obviously the Falcons aren't doing too good, but I'm expecting them to pick it up at some point. But I mean, they're going up against the Saints in the Bucks twice a year. That's a four, four losses right there pretty much. And the way that they've been playing currently is just not looking good. I mean, and, it definitely wasn't the best news for Panthers fans when they heard Tom Brady was going to their division. Yeah, especially no, when, when especially when you already have the wide receiver, wide receivers, like that, and oh line, and the defense is pretty good. Yeah. And, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is good. He did really good with the Saints last year. But I just don't think they have, like, all the weapons on offense and defense to compete against some of these teams. They've had a rough yeah. schedule so far. And, I mean, I, they're going to pick up some dubs. They're, it's not like they're our number one pick watch anymore, like I said they were. Because they're actually, like, a pretty decent team. I'm just always – They're also as, dealing with Caffrey being out. That kind of hurts them a lot. That in a way. That's them a the, lot. Dude. Next game we got is Colts-Bears. Uh, I'm going to continue to ride the Phillip Rivers train as we go along until they lose. I know the Bears are undefeated, but I think this is the first week that they pick up the L. Um, I'm going to have to say this is definitely going to be a Bears heat check game. I think Bears win under the first full week Nick Foles starts. First game, first full game Nick Foles starts. I think Bears pull this one out. I mean, yeah, like – I kind of trust Philip Rivers just because the prediction kind of worked out. And it might not work out this week, but I'm just going to keep riding him until he fails me. I mean, why not? They are playing well. I just – I don't know. I have, I have an odd feeling about Nick Foles starting his first full yeah. game with the Bears. Yeah, I mean, he's the best backup of all time, so. <laughs> he's, he's got when that he, on when he comes for in, sure. Yeah. yeah, when he comes in, he's something else. 
Uh, this game is kind of a lock. It's a bounce back re- week for the Ravens after a tough loss to the Chiefs. I think they're going to beat the football team without Chase Young. Chase Young only has two and a half sacks this season. He's only played like two games because he got hurt last week. He's, yeah, that's he's insane. Good. But without him, I think the Ravens easily pick that one up. Yeah, Ravens will pick that up. I don't really have much to say about that game. I, I uh, yeah. They're not going to be able to stop the Ravens. It's as simple as that at the end of the day. And I think it's the same with the Rams going up against the Giants. It's also a bounce-back week for the Rams. The Giants are not good. They don't have Saquon. I Like, there's not much to say. I mean, the Rams are really good on defense. They're good on offense. They have a lot of offensive weapons. I think they picked this one up pretty easily. This should be an easy game for them. It's going to be a cakewalk. They're, they're going to get the ball rolling right away. There's no yeah. looking back. It's going to be it. Yeah. We got uh, a potentially interesting game coming up. We got Chiefs-Pats. I'm going to have to say Chiefs. There's no question about that. I just just don't think the Pats are going to win this game. The Chiefs are very good Super Bowl champs. I just don't see how they could beat them. But – it might be close. I think it yeah. still could be close. I think the deciding factor on whether it's close or not is Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree really with you. Yes, have a good game. Do. If he's going to run it, if he can throw those bombs like he did against Seattle, it's really going to depend on him. But I think the Chiefs are going to win no matter what. It's just Cam Newton's going to decide if it's close or if it's not close. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton's going to be the real deciding factor here. I mean, they got to see. He really needs to pass the ball for them to win. I think yeah, I mean he does. I know the Chiefs defense is like decent. They have some good they have some good defenders out there. Mm-hmm. But I mean I'm not gonna doubt the Pats putting up a decent amount of points, but right. I still and they have a good defense too. Well. Pats have probably top three defense in the league still. They're playing well. So, well. Yeah. I mean it could be a close game. It could not be. This next game we got here, we got the Bills playing the Raiders. I got the Bills. You obviously have the Bills as well. That's that I locked that one up. Lock that one up. At least but I at least the spread locked that up. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think the Raiders might put up a little fight, but at the end, I think the Bills are going to score a couple touchdowns. Josh Allen is something else, except for when he decides to lateral it backwards on first down for no reason. Tries to be, <laughs> he just tries to be a hero like at all times for literally. No <laughs> I don't reason. really know what that was all about last week, but yeah, definitely Bills win this game. Raiders will probably put up a fight. Not going to doubt that one. Yeah. Moving right along to our Sunday night matchup, we got Eagles 49ers. Nick Mullins, uh, Nick Mullins' hmm. star, he's got that. He's getting his out there. And I this think they is, take it over the Eagles. This is going to be quite an interesting game in terms of the Eagles season. Yeah. I'm going to say this now. I know it's early, but the Eagles, like, Season is in jeopardy with this game right now. Primetime, Sunday night football. You're playing the 49ers, a hurt 49ers team. A loss this week. A loss this week. Philly is not looking good. This is like a make or break early for Philly. And I feel like they'll have a lot of games like this going along the year just because of how, like, iffy they've been. And I think they're going to continue to be iffy the whole year. If they make the playoffs, it's because of the division they're in. They'll be, like, the seventh or sixth seed. I don't really see anything happening from the Eagles this year. I, don't I think either. the 49ers get this. Even with Nick Mones and Jared McKinnon as their like top two guys, I mean, those are still a decent top two guys with the defense that they have. 
I mean, I know, I know they played the. I know Nick Mullins played the Giants last week, but I mean, he still threw 343 yards. That's pretty good. But mm-hmm. for the Eagles, I don't know if it's too early to talk about Wentz. I don't feel Dude. like it is. It's Philly. They're already already they're already on him. Yeah, I mean, the past few years, Wentz has like you've seen him come up in the MVP conversation. I don't know why, because like the past two or three years, dude, he really just has not been that good. And Hertz, Hertz was really good in college, and I think it's time that they bring him out. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it might be time to bring out Hertz. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I don't think they'll bring him out in prime time, but if they lose, I think next week they should think about throwing him in the mix with Wentz, maybe splitting reps, doing doing something. I agree. Yeah. Just got to I mean, get him out there, 100%. see what he looks like. Yeah. Um. Our Monday night game, we got Packers-Falcons. We could maybe see a Falcons, like, revival game, but the Packers have looked like, honestly, the best team in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFL so far. So I'm going to have to go with the Packers here. I just love Jones. I think they have Adams back this week. They have a young defense. They got a good old line, as always. Um, Jay Sternberger, their tight end, has been stepping up. I mean, everybody's just been playing pretty good. Go Pack Go is all I can really say. Um, I'm going to agree with you. Packers will probably win this game. They're going to win this game. Yeah. Falcons definitely need to step it up. They they need to at least show players or something. They can't blow a lead again. That is like literally, if they lose the game, it doesn't matter. They just can't blow a lead again because then they're going to lose it as a team. If they blow another lead, they're not going to know what to it's, do yeah, when they I have mean, it or when a comeback is needed from them. I mean, I mean the a comeback from them against the Packers would be a hell be, of a game yeah. to watch. But is this year that they finally just get rid of Dan Quinn? He always does this. It's like, we're going to fire Dan Quinn, and then he wins, and then they almost make the playoffs, and they're like, okay, next year. I I feel like after losing the Super Bowl, they should have just decided they to blow up the team. Gave it up. I mean, because they lost – they lost their key assistant coaches. I know Shanahan was on that squad, who's now the 49ers head coach. They lost they lost their coordinators, and now they're just stuck with Quinn, and he's really not doing anything at all. I, I don't know what he's doing. Like, I don't – like, okay, the Bears game is a different story from the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game should have never – they should have never came back that week. Like, that was – they really did almost the impossible right there. Yeah. But the, like the Bears was obviously unexpected, but then Nick Foles really just turned up Nick, yeah, at the end Nick of the day. Foles, that's just what he does. That's why he's there. He's just there to get his. I think. Yeah. I think the whole season, though, I think Mitch comes back. Mitch will come back at some point because he he really wasn't that bad. It was just in that game he didn't play that good, and Not then Foles. All. They were just waiting for Foles to have an opportunity, and then after a week like that, you can't have Foles sit after a performance like that. Yeah, I think if Nick Foles keeps it up, he'll definitely. I I think if Nick Foles keeps it up, Mitch probably won't come back in unless yeah. there's an injury of some sort. Hopefully not. I'd yeah. like to see Nick Foles do good. That that's right. It'll be interesting for the Bears. Yeah, and uh, at the time of this recording, uh, maybe the worst Monday night football game of the week. <laughs> we got or Thursday night football game of the week. I always mess that up. We got Broncos Jets. Will, do you want to guess the score right now? It, there's it's just started the second quarter. Um, I might 
be wrong here, but I just saw I would just check my phone really quick. I didn't see the uh-huh. score, but I saw an ESPN notification saying that Sam Darnold is getting it done currently. Are the Jets <laughs> in overdrive right now? Like what's going I on think, here? I mean, I guess Am I gonna I be guess, shocked right now? I guess there's seven point Oh wait, live update. I guess <laughs> live update as the as Denver throws a touchdown, they're now down ten to seven. Okay. So not really I overdrive, call it overdrive but, <laughs> but they're in drive. They're driving. They're definitely driving. <laughs> That's about all they are doing the, is just driving. The car driving. is not in park. Um, the Jets aren't good. The Broncos aren't good. They're both 0-3. But down three right now in the second quarter, I think the Jets – I mean, dude, have you seen, like, the videos on Instagram and Twitter of Sam Darnold? Yeah, he had, like, insane crossbody Two like, weeks pass. in a row he had a pass like that. Yeah, he looked. He looks good. Honestly, it's got to be the coaching staff. It, it has to be, be. The coaching. It's been. They're the not. Coaching. I mean, I guess. I guess they have. Like they do have Le'Veon Bell. I don't guess that, but Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. But like, like been, what, what are they doing? They have like Sam Darnold looks decent. Those videos of him make him look much better than we see. Yeah. And then Le'Veon Bell kind of didn't really do too much last season. No. I haven't really heard too much from him this season either. But, yeah, he like wants to I mean, York, you're you're, you're getting get people. What's going on? They need to get more people. They're losing they need, people. Yeah. Then they're not getting anyone. They need a couple more pass catchers. Yeah, well, I mean, they and, lost a good one to the Panthers. They lost um Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson, and then they lost Jamal Adams Obviously, right before the yeah. season started, which is that's, I mean, a key piece. That's just <laughs> Yeah, that's just a tough loss for them. They Speaking of Jamal Adams, that. he uh, should be back this week after a left groin injury. They just uh, called him out for the game because we were going to win. But he'll be back. I don't know if you saw that, Will, but he did. Here's groin. I didn't see that. Yeah, but he'll be back. He's fine. It was just like a little scare real quick. You never know with groin injuries, like what it really could be. Sometimes it's just like a little – it like gets tight. Sometimes it's like bad. But it didn't seem like anything bad at all. He was still standing on the sidelines. He was kind of moving around. He looked pretty good. And he'll be back this week, That's so he's then. fine. Yeah. It's always nice to see him doing well. All right. And that's going to be all for this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. And as always, check out the socials at Inside the Five Pod, five being the number. Also, we're coming out with YouTube. We'll get you guys to that soon. Um, we'll let you know all the information. We're also going to be starting a Madden franchise. We'll be posting videos on that. We'll be posting maybe some Among Us on YouTube. We're kind of just going to get to it. Um, so, hope you guys enjoyed. As always, it's been Griff. It's been Will. Bill's Mafia, lock it up. Lock it up. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're 
Team ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com/teamready.